This is Garth in the Lost Cabin, somewhere in rural Massachusetts. I'm sitting here next to the crackling fire and getting ready to tell a story about sailing through Boston Harbor to see what's really out there. We'll run aground on mysterious Pettix Island. Why is it mysterious? Because islands are perfect places to keep secrets. I'm sure many of you have walked the edge of the harbor or sat on the beach near Boston. You look out at the ocean and imagine this vast, seemingly endless landscape of deep sea. However, just beyond your line of sight is a hidden world, a collection of tiny and medium-sized islands, many with mysterious and dark pasts, most with great natural beauty. Maybe you've heard of, or you've even been to places like George's Island or Spectacle Island. In the 1990s, the Harbor Islands were converted into a national park, with many accessible via public ferries or private boat tours. The islands you can visit, of course, all have curious pasts that we'll talk about. But then there is a list of islands that are off-limits or have restricted public access. Beyond that, there are in fact islands that are not listed at all, yet they are there. On paper, there are about 30 official islands, but we never stop at the official. Believe it or not, within our modern urban industrial state, there are islands with unknown residents, places assumed abandoned, but nevertheless occupied get ready to cross the dark choppy waters to a lost Massachusetts place. This is the official description of Pettix Island. Pettix Island, the second largest 188 acres of the Boston Harbor Islands, Pettix Island is a quarter of a mile from Hull across Hull Gut. It has the longest shoreline of any Boston Harbor Island and is composed of five drumlins or heads, connected sand or gravel bars called tombolos. It is one of the few harbor islands to yield evidence of possible prehistoric habitation. In the late 1960s, a summer resident digging in her garden unearthed a male skeleton that carbon dating established to be 4,100 years old. It is the oldest skeleton ever found in New England. Pettix, unlike nearly every other island in the Boston Harbor, remains inhabited. It is the only one with a year-round population of fewer than 10, maybe. And families still summer here even though it has no telephones or electricity. But there is still a chapel on the island. The island had been used by farmers since 1634 when it was granted to Charlestown, but its proximity to the mainland gave it a prominent military role. It is said to have been the site of a Patriot infantryman's raid on a loyalist farm. 800 cattle and sheep were confiscated from the island 
and taken to the mainland. In 1776, some 600 Patriot militiamen were stationed on the island to guard the harbor against the return of the British troops. In 1900, the federal government built Fort Andrews on Pettix Island in anticipation of the need for coastal defense. Today, 26 structures, including guardhouses, prisoner of war barracks, stables, a gymnasium, and a firehouse remain in various states of disrepair on the 88-acre site on the island's east head. Managed by the supervision of the MDC, the island features varied environments. On its east head are dense woods of maple, pine, apple, cottonwood, and birch. A popular sandpit beach with dunes, beach plums, and wild roses is in the middle of the island. And on the west is a salt marsh with marsh grass, cattails, and milkweed. The Massachusetts Audubon Society has reported that a rockery of black-crowned night herons, one of the only two in the Commonwealth, is located in a clump of apple trees on the island. Camping is allowed by permit only, and people use the island for hiking and sightseeing. It has public toilets and is accessible by public vessels. Pardon the interruption to our story, but I have an important message. Lost Massachusetts wants to send you a postcard from a lost place. That's right. We send postcards from the vanished locations we cover in our podcast. How do we do it? It's a mystery, but you can get one right now. All you have to do is let us know where to send it to. If you're worried about your privacy, and you always should be, we will never share or sell your address to anyone else. You will only receive podcast-related postcards, and you can tell us to stop at any time and ask us to remove you from our list. Okay, with that business out of the way, how do you get a postcard from one of our lost places? There are several ways. If you go to lostmassachusetts.com and look for the link that says send, get a postcard, that page has all the information and a form to submit. You can also send your mailing address to getlost at lostmass.com and ask to have one sent. Finally, if you send us a postcard with your return address to Lost Massachusetts at 831 Beacon Street, Suite 403, Newton Center, Massachusetts, 02459. You can get one that way, too. So, just so you know, that address is not where the Lost Cabin is. If you go on a legend trip to this place, you'll be very disappointed. See you in the mailbox. We're calling it Pettix Island. But another name generally used is Fort Andrews. And even though this is called the Boston Harbor Island, it is closer to Hull, Massachusetts than anywhere else. If you can't get to the island itself, you can drive out to the very tip of Hull and see it. It's literally a stone's throw away from the mainland. This is the northernmost portion of the island that was initially called the Pettix Island Military Reservation. So what was here? It was a battery of coastal defense mortars, a fancy term for giant cannons. I mean, these were cartoonishly large cannons, 
between 1904 and 1946, any ship approaching Boston would be in reach of these guns that were camouflaged from view. Given that this was a restricted place with a certain amount of secrecy governing it. As you step off the ferry and go beyond the docks, the first thing you will set foot on is a massive military parade grounds and a row of large brick administrative buildings run along it. You'll be impressed by the size of this facility as you wander around. It was a huge operation. Beyond the guns, there was all the support services required, including a hospital, horse stables, a power plant, bakery, sawmill, post office, and even one of the first military radio stations. There were carpenters, plumbers, firefighters. During the period of its operation, this was a self-contained community with hundreds of people moving about constantly. Thankfully, this fort never saw any hostile action during its operation. You can wander around and see the haunted shell of what was once here. You can even examine massive underground bunkers where the guns were concealed. There are many historic military bases around the U.S., but not many of this type from this period. And if you can tear yourself away from the crumbling historic architecture, you will notice the island's natural beauty all around. So as you step off of your boat onto Pettix Island and you start exploring and wandering around, you'll notice the peace and, uh, and beauty of this natural space. You'll see that there are probably not very many other hikers or travelers on the island. And you start to wonder to yourself, why aren't there more people here? Why aren't there more tourists and day trippers and campers on this island? And then it hits you. You'll see that there's a noise, a constant noise from overhead that seems to cycle over and over and over again. That's the sound that comes up pretty much every five minutes starting between four in the morning and uh, five in the morning and doesn't end until one or two in the morning. That is the sound of flight traffic at Logan Airport. And as peaceful and serene as Pettix Island may seem, you're being constantly reminded that you are not too far from a heavily industrial area that is uh, moving giant pieces of machinery over your head. It's not impossible to sleep, but you might want to consider bringing some headphones with you if you are staying overnight or at least anticipating sitting up and watching the planes go overhead over and over again. I suppose after a while you can probably get used to the sound, although it can be a little disruptive when you don't expect it. But overall, don't let this ruin your visit to the island.
The wartime battery base and its history should be enough to call this a lost Massachusetts place, but there is one more little story that occurs after World War II, but before it becomes a national park. In 1944, Fort Andrews became the home of about 1,000 Italian prisoners of war. These Italian troops had surrendered in North Africa, and then they swore loyalty oaths to the United States and were technically designated as ISUs, or Italian service units. These prisoners enjoyed a considerable amount of freedom. They were paid for their work and granted supervised weekend trips to Boston. They actually didn't start out at Pettix Island. They were originally housed in South Boston, but residents complained about having enemy prisoners so close to people's homes, as well about the concern that they were doing work American citizens should be doing. The problem was that the war itself created a severe labor shortage. So what happened to these POWs at the end of the war? Believe it or not, none of them escaped or ever disappeared. And many stayed and married women they had met on weekend trips in the North End. So the first thing you might be wondering is, uh, what exactly is a pedic? You might not be familiar with the word, and knowing that it's the name of an island, you might think to yourself, well, a pedic must be a kind of fish. It sounds like haddock, or maybe it's a type of bird, a pelican of some kind. There's lots of seagoing birds and fish that have funny names that people aren't familiar with. But it's not a type of bird or fish. It's actually named after a person named Captain Leonard Paddock. But his story is uh, about the very early colonial history of the island that we'll save for another time because that makes every show a little more complicated. The ancient history of the island was also mentioned briefly at the beginning of the episode in particular that remains had been found that were between eight and 9,000 years old. Now, one thing that's interesting to consider is that, is that eight or 9,000 years ago, this might not have been an island. It could have been connected to the mainland or connected to a larger island. The ocean would have been completely different and land masses, especially coastal land masses around New England, are constantly shifting with the tides. Now, Pettix Island is actually an ongoing archaeological site. And for obvious reasons, the specific locations of some of these uh, archaeological digs are not usually public knowledge. But to be certain, they're continuing to dig here and in other islands in the Boston Harbor because there are significant pieces of evidence pointing to really, really early settlements in these locations. You may also be wondering about the pre-colonial heritage of the island itself, and that is a story for another day as well. 
Another note about the island is that this is where the film Shutter Island, starring Leonardo DiCaprio by Martin Scorsese, was filmed. But since I have never seen this movie, I'm not going to comment on it. So hang on until after the commercial, and I'll give you directions to Pedix Island and maybe talk about future episodes. Thanks for listening. Directions to Pedix Island. Like I mentioned, you can see the old fortified side of the island from Hull, Massachusetts, from the very tip. Public ferries go to Pedix Island from Boston's Long Wharf seasonally and year-round by private boat. Once you're on the island, to the old army base is right in front of you. The chapel is off to your left. The artillery locations will be past the old buildings and to the right. Camping is by permit only from June to September. I'll put the links to the ferry and camping information in the show notes. Use caution. There are lots of crumbling structures and deep pits you can fall into. The island is also covered by poison ivy as well. The only electricity and fresh water is near the docks around the church. So have a good time on the island and be safe. This is Garth in the Lost Cabin, somewhere in rural Massachusetts. I'm sitting here next to the crackling fire and getting ready to tell a story about sailing through Boston Harbor to see what's really out there. We'll run aground on mysterious Pedix Island. Why is it mysterious? Because islands are perfect places to keep secrets. Every word of love was true.